0: Hello and welcome to the Hall wrestling, hallway wrestling podcast, um, the best hallway podcast in wrestling or something, whatever Pachini said. Yeah,
1: according to Pachini.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, um, I am your host, Karen Brennan. With me is always my co-host, now uh, in picture,
1: the man that genetics forgot, Ryan. Um, and um, this is the second time we did the intro because I accidentally clicked on record, so I'm going to keep my hand off the fucking mouse because I'm going to kill. I'm actually you have no idea. Like we spent like twenty minutes trying to get this set up, but hopefully it looks good because this it's is the
0: first Zoom podcast, isn't it?
1: Yeah, this this has made this has made a really cool banner for us. So if going well, I should be on your left, your left hand side as you're watching the screen. Kieran should be on the right, or Finn Balor should be on your right, and Finn Balor should be watching Finn Balor. Um, Can we
0: just replace your picture with Finn Balor as well?
1: Yeah, we might do that for a, like, a Finn Balor stand podcast. But yeah, um, all the links are here. Below, below us so you can follow Kieran's Twitter is there we put Kieran's Twitter in there even though it's shit
0: oh yeah um, oh okay how dare you it's better just, than yours, you prick it's just pictures of your dog
1: yeah excuse me <laughs> pictures of a dog The dog photos are very 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 high quality um, Twitter content mm-hmm. but yeah anyway um but yeah we're here um another week in wrestling episode 66 and um, it was meant to be episode 65 but
0: i am um, go... no so i i felt like we were in the 70s at this point have we not done 69 yet
1: no we haven't i can't wait for that episode um, is that our
0: halloween episode no way uh, i don't
1: no, know but, i don't know but there's gonna be a lot of sexual innuendos but anyway um admin um first things first it's yesterday was mental health awareness day um and um today is uh coming out national coming out day, is it? Is it national or is it just world I have no idea. It's just coming out day. Yeah, it's coming out day. So um first like to touch on mental health awareness, it's probably like more relevant than it has ever been before. Um even though it's relevant all the time. But like in this pandemic it's like one of the most important um like things your mental health is fluctuating. Um I speak for myself but I for my I'm, I'm only gonna speak for myself because 'cause I'm not gonna let Kieran speak about his personal um ties to like his mental health but i had struggled with my mental health in the past so this is quite a it hits quite home quite hard and then it hits quite home quite hard to other people as well because um it is a really hard time especially with slipping back into further lockdown in other places and if you are one of our american listeners it's pro- it's even
0: more prevalent now because um, they're going through i think their third wave has started now whereas we're just kind of like in ireland we're getting more cases than we've ever gotten yeah yeah well, we, can, like we gonna be lockdown, but we're just, yeah
1: fine. i i, I want to avoid talking about covid and kind of folks in the mental health aspect but you can't really it's just an unavoidable deal. right
0: now those things are kind of like you know paired together unfortunately you know
1: yeah so yeah so like just stay like honestly the worst the best thing you can do is like speak like speak to people or talk to people like it's actually quite fun, like our socials are there my dms are open if anyone ever, if anyone listening just, is ever feeling oh, like just, just re? I, I, I i've never it's you put when you put in respect though, i was thinking this on the way home before we started like when someone sends you a text and says how are you it's crazy how much that like like boosts your mental health
0: yeah
1: it's mad it's 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 crazy you you, you take the thing <laughs> the <laughs> popular theme of um COVID is the things you took for granted like you say you're never going to take them for granted again, but you probably will once COVID leaves. But, like, those kind of small things are probably something that you'd never take for granted ever again. I don't
0: know. It's Yeah. Hard time to be around. I hope everyone, all of our listeners are doing okay, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Keep, keep after yourself. Maybe send some. Maybe you're sending, like, a few of your friends, I guess. Yeah, do something. You okay
1: right now? Text or some shit, you know. I, I, I'm, I speak for myself. Kieran may hate this podcast, but me doing the doing this podcast really does boost your mental health every week when you get to just, de- like, go into something that you really enjoy with some with one of your friends and just forget about everything else, like, because you're focused on critiquing. <laughs> oh no, we've literally contradicted. We're just critiquing people for
0: <laughs> for wrestling. It's like, oh, uh. oh poor. <laughs> but you get it. You get the
1: point. You get the point.
0: Yeah. But yeah, and the way then um, we de-stress is by attacking wrestlers. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then um, coming out day, um, like, just don't, like, don't like, don't be a dick. Uh, everyone, uh, we're all people. At the end of the day, on the, on this earth, I I'm not the best person to kind of speak on this topic because I I'm not I'm as I'm straight. But it's like if you're if you're picking, like, it's like it's like if I went on if I went on our Twitter and like blocked people that weren't um in the same like outlook as me it's just not right so like everyone's inclusive it's it's a free country or a free world yeah it's just i don't understand uh, but, i mean you can ask people what you can ask the people who do it but i'm not kieran would probably be a better person to to speak on this i just don't want to dig myself a hole by saying something I, like saying something wrong but uh, from my perspective it's like everyone everyone's inclusive no matter of race religion or sexuality Exactly. So yeah short, short, yeah, short and sweet, but yeah, um, and before we just get on to the news, um, before we get into onto the news, um, like the reason it's episode 66 and episode 65 is last Saturday I recorded two interviews with like two journalists that are, I find fantastic, um, and the first one, first one came on on Wednesday, um, after on Monday I appeared on TalkSport Wrestling, which is pretty cool, um, and Um, on Wednesday um, I released the episode with Alex McCarthy and if you've listened to that thank you because it's been doing quite well Um, and yeah it's one of my favorite things I've done on the podcast so far I've had a a really good chat with him about so many different topics and it was really cool so check that out Um, it's it's really really insightful and not because I'm on it it's because Alex is on it and he's (laughs) he's the he's interviewed Triple H Um, he's the US editor and like presenter talks for he's like your man when it comes to Wrestling in like the US and the UK, so go check him out. Go yeah, check yeah,
0: everyone who's listening to this has definitely seen his Twitter because he's fairly prevalent on Twitter wrestling or whatever. Wrestling.
1: Yeah, and he's very, he's very, he's not overbearing. He's just, he's very like as in like some wrestling journalists on Twitter are just like just like like Brian Sam. <laughs> Let's just attack Ryan Sam again. But yeah, but he is just really really good. At, like informative plus like he like is so nice. It's it's I can't really explain how how nice he had like the time that he you give that he gives me like he was in his he was in his hotel room and at a boxing event then he gave me 45 minutes which is pretty cool um and then next week uh, louis dangor is going to be on from wrestle talk another really really sound and amazing 20 years old doing a degree quite quite like us and he's banging out like interviews with the best wrestlers in the world it's pretty cool so yeah check
0: those out but yeah that's the start there we go there we go um you want to get into the news then rain
1: yeah, let me, I, 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 had a first, I had a first article up here. Um, do, which, which one am I talking about? Uh, update on WrestleMania 37 moving to Tampa, Florida. Ooh, uh,
0: okay, th- go on. I'm very interested in this, go on.
1: Um, doubts have been cast over WrestleMania 37 taking place at SoFi Stadium <laughs> in Inglewood over recent months because of the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Sporting events in LA can only currently take place behind closed doors and they may be prohibited until, the mayor said, they may be prohibited until April 2021. Um, Inside the Ropes recently reported that WWE has made tentative plans to move showcase to the Immortals to the Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida, the stadium that was meant to host last year's WrestleMania, and the company has locked down most venues in the area for WrestleMania week, weekend events. Um, they later revealed they listed Tampa as the host city for Mania, but the company is currently locked in a legal battle with L.A. over cancelling the event. Huh. And then there's loads of other stuff afterwards, but I'm not going to read out an entire article.
0: But, yeah. Um, it's faded now, but, man, do you remember how shocking it was, like, remember, like six or seven months ago when they actually did Cancel Mania? That was yeah. insane. Yeah. yeah. Weird. i love to be the fly on
1: the wall in Vince's office when that was fucking confirmed. Hilarious. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, they're probably going to get... They, they had this big stadium. They built... Sorry, SoFi is the stadium that they're building for this WrestleMania, which is. They're probably going to just move it on to the next one. They just wanted to give Raymond James, which had an amazing set, really, really cool. Probably give it its WrestleMania in a stadium, In it's probably not going to be in front of fans. Like, honestly, I
0: don't. They're really holding on to Uh, the straws, a clutch on the straws. Get a few in there. If it's, what, like half a year from now, maybe you'll be able to get a few in there? you're going to get a serious
1: echo. yeah you're going to like a serious echo like it's going to be oh. yeah but yeah um yeah that's just that's just the regular mania this it's around this time the mania mania news really kicks in it's crazy yeah. it's, 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 it's after SummerSlam, it yeah. really picks up it's all Generally. it's all it's all year round. um and yeah speaking of our interview with like and our interview, with Alex McCarthy, kind of ties into our next news story: is WWE scrap plans for a UK pay per view in 2020? If you listen to the pod, oh. you would listen to me and uh, Alex. Alex discussed about um, uh, that they were meant to have a main roster pay per view in the UK, headlined by Drew McIntyre defending his title against Tyson Fury, the heavyweight boxer. That could have been so cool. <laughs>
0: like maybe maximum. not that main event, no. but like you know. Like uh, a show, a proper pay per view in the UK is like people have been asking for it for like 20 years now at this stage since they did SummerSlam, however many years ago. Like, I, I might have, I don't know about you, but I might have popped over and went to see it. Like, you know,
1: yeah, if, if, if the time and if leaving, sir, was actually going on, if that had infected, affected it, I might have. Yeah, um, last time they had an event, the pay per view in the UK, a doubly insurrection took place in uh, Newcastle upon Tyne. Um, Kristen versus Booker T for the IC belt. Jazz versus Trish Stratus and Triple H versus Kevin Nash in a street fight. Um, so yeah, it was like Tyson against Drew. I, I, as we discussed on that, I just, I, I'm, I'm a Tyson boxing fan, and I'm a Drew. I'm a really big Drew fan. I just didn't think I wanted to see that after what he, him and Braun, where he just literally no sold a power slam at the end. Um, it wasn't exactly fantastic. I would have liked to have seen like Drew versus Roman. They probably would have had to do that. Drew versus Big E, as we're going to discuss later. Big E is so good at the moment, but we'll see, we'll see where his, his path is going. But, yeah, um, that's just interesting. Um, but, yeah, that's... What
0: that's, was the name of the MMA guy who was fighting at that Saudi show as well?
1: Uh, Cain Blasquez. Um,
0: what the fuck happened to him? Where's
1: oh, his knee, got fu- his, his knee got fucked in, like, the first minute of the match. Um, ah, Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, AEW's anniversary show that's not their anniversary show is happening next week it's a 55th show like
0: didn't I feel like they had their anniversary show like two weeks ago
1: yeah but yeah oh no it got yeah but now it, the main event the main, the main event is Moxley versus Lance Archer it's not bad like, yeah Cody um, was more Cody as we discussed later won the TNT belt and he was more than happy to put the championship on the line and gave Orange Cassidy a thumbs up so Orange Cassidy came out put the thumbs up Cody put the thumbs up and best friends, who I love, are the, are got, getting their brush with greatness as they go up against FTR for the belts. So, pretty stacked yeah. Um New recruits. A lot of new recruits from Evolve that OWE tied them up um, were brought in. Leon Ruff, Joe Gacy, uh, Anthony Green. Um, I've seen Joe Gacy and Anthony Green fight each other in Germany. Fantastic match. So, I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do. Um, the biggest talking point was a guy called Josh Briggs who was – um, outed in speaking out was signed to a contract Um, not sure if that's a very good move but yeah yeah I'm not sure if, Um, I, uh, if but yeah uh, so there's been a few new signings sorry for brushing too but I want to get a new story that we can talk about uh, well uh, Kevin
0: Owens kind of he came out and revealed that like last year there was plans and everything was going in motion for him to return to NXT hmm. like full time which would have been interesting I don't, I don't know if I would have I think I'm I think he's kind of he wouldn't really suit the current style of NXT, but it could have been interesting to see him being thrown in there, you know.
1: Yeah, I Both love Kev- Baller again. Yeah, I love Kevin Owens. Me and uh, Chris, there's another video. And sorry, I'm plugging our fucking videos that we haven't released yet. But me and Chris um, uh, re- uh, reviewed NXT TakeOver Over Evolution, where Kevin Owens debuted. Um, mm. Watching that back is just so good because he cuts his he cut his face out. So he broke his nose in the in the opening match with your man CJ Parker. And the blood, he got stitched up. But then when Sammy and him hugged, the <laughs> stitches opened. So it was like inadvertently. But it made it so much better. Because when he turned on Sammy, the blood was like trickling down his face. So good. What may, him and pa, Sammy Zane and Adrian Neville in the main event is unbelievable. Ha, ha, still holds yeah. holding. But yeah, um, here's one. Renee. Renee Young, Renee Paquette was, is back. She's back, baby. She's back, baby. Um, she's not she's back. Yeah, um, she's back to host a special WWE SmackDown kickoff show on October the sixteenth for Fox.
0: Not from it's, WWE, is it like the season premiere or something.
1: Yeah, they're calling it the season premiere because of the draft, obviously, which we'll discuss later. But yeah, it's Fox and WWE saying okay, WWE obviously saying yeah, she can have. But it's not WWE. It's not WWE direct. It's like third party, if you want. To, not really third, it's second party. But yeah, it's. Um, She's back, but she's probably gonna do one off. Um, and uh, her and T are always good together, so no complaints.
0: Um, yeah. I d- retribution is falling apart at the seams. I don't know if you've noticed. Uh, well, you mean, like- not quite. Uh, Mercedes <laughs> Martinez. She's she's left the group. She's no longer a part of it. It seems. Um, yeah, it's, she hasn't it's, been it's tagged in any retribution stuff. So.
1: Yeah, she didn't change her name, which they are fantastic on Twitter. It's hilarious. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, so she's tweeted at Santos Escobar saying do you have any spots in the group for me who's the Mexican stable in uh, NXT it seems like she's left but yeah I don't mind, she didn't really she shouldn't have been in there, she's a great wrestler and anyway she doesn't need to be in that group, like at all so, fair enough, I'm happy um, one of the, bi- probably the biggest story from this week, Candy Cartwright, Candy Car- real name Samantha Tavell has filed a multi-million dollar lawsuit against Matt Riddle WWE, Evolve and Gabe Sapolsky so, yeah, Kieran, um, Five obtained well, copies of court documents. She's seeking 10 million in damages from each defendant. She's represented by John Krasinski Jr., um, John Krasinski of Jr., and of Hale in Monaco. Um, uh, so, the allegations are that Matt Riddle sexually assaulted Tevel on numerous occasions from April 17th um, until January 2020, and Evolve um, were involved and didn't do anything. Gabe Sposky being the owner of Evolve, and then WWE being the people who still employ Riddle. Um, it's a very tough situation because we don't know any of the evidence. Um, but if WWE's legal cases are to anything to go by in the like in the past, she will probably get a couple of million to drop the charges. Sat,
0: like, yeah, that, like, they should and- take him off TV at least until yeah. then. Probably. Yeah. Yes. I don't know why he's still there.
1: But you know what they you know what they done, Kieran? They put him in the storyline with a racist. So like that's just that's just a perfect W booking.
0: It was this racist.
1: And Lars Sullivan we'll talk about him later. Lars Sullivan is
0: back. Can't believe. It. Yeah, well he he's yeah, he's deeply troubled. I I don't even know. I don't even want to get in.
1: He's he's not alleged. He's literally like like it's not alleged it's fact. But yeah. So, so sorry the I I it's one of those things like me and Kieran are no idea in the legal side of things, but from the history of WE, they will pay her off. Or, like, this isn't me saying this as in like me, like, just being rude, it's just what WE are famous
0: for. Where this, like, well, if she accepts it, that's fair enough if that's what she wants to do, her, so it's her, up to her. Her legal, Let's assuming they even make an offer. Look,
1: WWE's legal power is huge, it's very hard yeah. to win against WE. You probably won't win against WE. But I really hope she gets solace, and I really hope at least they take Matt Riddle off TV and be a bit considerate to allegate, whether it be a- allegedly or anything, just take him off TV. It's just doesn't make sense to like they they don't even have a reput they don't even it seems like they have like they they have this mindset, and it's probably true that they have a reputation that they can't be broken. Like it, yeah. It's unfortunately they're invincible, <laughs> which is invincible yeah but yeah they are like unfortunately it's, it's a sad situation and I really hope she gets what she deserves I just fear that WWE we'll, we'll already... see how it
0: unfolds in the next few months I suppose yeah and month.
1: yeah um, and to, I think I'll, I think I'll probably talk about this now because NXT wasn't exactly great Um it hasn't been um, Smackdown and AEW have been the top two shows but Ridge Holland an injury update on Ridge Holland so Ridge Holland at the end of TakeOver, spoiler, we're going to talk about the TakeOver first after the news, but he showed up at the end with, um, Cole, with um, Cole on his shoulder and threw him in, um, after Balor and O'Reilly. Um, and he was going to get this huge push, and it was revealed in NXT that someone at bought him a Mercedes. My theory is that Fish and Strong are turning heel, because they were way too overreactive with their dramatics at the end of the match. Um, so Kyle and Adam are going to be the faces and his two goons are going to be strong and fit, for want of a better term. So he was getting this huge push. Like, Rich Holland was just being shot out of the blocks. And I was like, okay, I'd love to see this. This looks pretty cool. So they put him in a match, which they didn't need to do. They put him in a match on NXT. And he was against Danny Birch. And Danny Birch he beat Danny Birch in just a, like, a not, more, not a squash, but like a half squash squash like a five-minute match. And uh, then they started brawling, and only Lark and his tag team partner came out. So they brawled. It finished. They brawled again, and we're like, "I'm like, why are you doing this?" They brawled again, and then it got to a point where only Lorgan did a dive out to the outside or a plancha. Ridge Holland caught him, and his leg just completely buckled. And they threw up the X. They threw up the X, and everyone and um, and he got stretchered out. And Kieran, I'm going to read this out. He what? ruptured his patella, which is the bit behind your knee. He tore his patella and he broke and dislocated his ankle. With the, That's dislocated, rough. the dislocated ankle was put back in place on the scene, but he's been, had surgery the next day, which might be his only saving grace that he had the surgery immediately. But I fear this man may never wrestle again, because that is a serious, serious injury to two parts of your body.
0: Yeah. Well, they haven't come out and said anything so no. far, but I guess sometimes they just don't like Jason Jordan. Yeah. You just didn't hear about him for months. If
1: if he can wrestle again, and if it is fishing uh, strong, which I'm standing by, I think it is. I'm pretty. um that's my that's my um, theory. And anyway, they can do his heavy work while he sits and from afar, or just like instructs them from afar until he gets to come back. Um. So yeah, I'm really upset because I I was really interested to see where this goes because that would have meant we got face Cole and O'Reilly and. It would have been in. It would have been like Ridge. Ridge Holland, like he, uh, he just he was a Rex rugby player, but he was really. He had a good look with the flat cap and like the big coat. Yeah, he had like he, he, like you were like, yeah, let's see. And NXT's injury look is just shocking right now. We talk about Finn Balor. Cole brother.
0: work as a face at all? What does Cole? Would he work as a face? I can't even imagine that.
1: Yeah, no, he he he, he could be. No, like, I've seen him be a face before. Yeah, he's done some good stuff um, in Ring of Honor and in when he was just like a goofy bullet club member, like not goofy, but like he was, he, 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 he yeah, he, he's Adam Cole. I'm sure if you tell Adam Cole, be the baby face. Fuck, yeah. He can be the baby face. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's really, really, yeah. Yeah. That's a ruptured patellar tendon. That just sounds horrible. Um, but yeah. Um, hopefully he gets well soon. It's probably going to be a year, even more. Um, but, um, I thought that we tie that in quite nicely, um, and uh, the last thing is uh, before we go on to take over because we probably should. Um, the, the new there's a new NJPW president um, Harold Meiji stepped down as president of uh, New Japan and um, uh, Takami Obari stepped in and he doesn't have any ties to wrestling, so as you can imagine, he got quite a frosty reception. Um, he, yeah, people were just saying that like 'cause Meiji stepped down, um, there might that might oh, and Tanahashi was on A. W giving Jericho a well wish that that opens the door. The magic door between AW and New Japan. It's probably not gonna happen. Um
0: yeah, I, it'll yeah. happen eventually. It, it's a matter of when, I'd say. But would they do that in front of a they they'd rather do it in front of a crowd. I don't sure.
1: think, I I don't think it's going to happen. I've spoken to people who are more who are big new Japan fans and they're just like it might happen. They were tea like Haro Meiji was the guy who the the books left on quite the books and Kenny left on quite frosty terms and that's why I yeah, think that. that him going might open the door. We don't know. I'd have to talk to more people to like or like we'd have to we'd have to develop.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if, if it's a hap- couple of sources, Gato yeah. and everything, you know. Yeah.
1: if if it happens, it happens, if it doesn't, so be it. Um yeah, yeah. let's go on to take over because it was an amazing. Well,
0: I actually I, oh, something that's kind of news and also kind of wrestling is the draft. I have like a full list of all the draft picks if you want to do that now as it is semi news.
1: Um yeah, sure, just go ahead, yeah. You fire oh, no, it. Okay.
0: On Raw, we have... I'll just go through Raw and then I'll go through SmackDown and then we can discuss which is the better brand. Um, Raw has Drew McIntyre as a WWE Champion, uh, Raw Women's Champion, Oscar, The Hurt Business, which is MVP, Bobby Lashley, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, AJ Styles, first uh, brand change for Raw, I believe. AJ Styles. Uh, Naomi, who's... That's a brand change. and um, The Women's Tag Champions, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, although the tag champs like can go to either side, so I don't know why you would draft them. It seems weird. Um, Ricochet, Mandy Rose, The Miz and Morrison, which is a brand change. Um, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, which is a brand change. Dana Brooke, Angel Garza. And now, on the SmackDown side of things, they have the Universal Champion, Roman Reigns, with Paul Heyman. Um, Seth Rollins, that's a brand change. Um, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, that's a brand change. Um, Jay Uso, Mysterio and Dominic, that's a brand chain. Um, the the, the Biggie Otis. So there you go, full draft picks.
1: That, that, that is the first round of draft picks, so there's more on Monday. So that's ha- yeah. two halves of a roster. Um, SmackDown are smoking Raw at this.
0: I mean, are they? Because they're kind of stuck continuing the Rey Mysterio-Seth Rollins feud, a- it seems, which par- I don't think anyone needs.
1: Apart from that, we know because Lashley's on Raw, we're getting Sami Zayn. Um, we're going to get Sami Zayn we've got Rollins we've got Reigns we've got Big E we've got we're going to get the unification of the tag belts now to the Smackdown which tag is great rate, which is fantastic and we'll talk about it in a while but yes I think Smackdown is because I, I just personal taste Smackdown looks better uh, Keith, if Keith Lee Keith Lee has, is one of those who could go Kevin Owens we don't know The Fiend got drafted didn't he? I don't think so oh, so The Fiend, there's some big picks left, but um, SmackDown is winning right now, and um, we're recording our own draft later, so that'll be coming out soon. That should be fun.
0: Yeah, I think, like, right now, wherever Roman is, is the one that I'm going to watch, you know, so I think SmackDown wins just on that. He is, for my money, my personal taste, the only thing in wrestling that I feel like I can't miss. And yeah. he, like, and that's over the entirety of lockdown. This is the only guy, this is the only, consistent thing where I just know that I need to watch this um but the biggest one here it seems the biggest shock twist is that the new day are broken biggie has gone solo um,
1: yeah. um,
0: adding fuel to those rumors of biggie versus reigns at Mania.
1: yeah um this will be good if they don't have that battle for brand supremacy of survivor series where biggie comes out and attacks the new day I really hope he refrains There's him. no way
0: there's no, I there's gonna now, don't get me wrong, there will definitely be a big spot where they're having a look at each other and they're like, Oh, what the fuck like what the are shield. we gonna do? But I, they should not fight, and I don't think they will fight, you know? Yeah, and then, then anything, um, it'll be fucking SmackDown, Raw, NXT, and um, versus the new they who have just gone rogue and fighting themselves, you know?
1: Yeah, um, yeah, um, Biggie sold it amazingly, um, after having a, one of my favorite matches of the week with Sheamus and his. Falls can anywhere. Loved that match. Thought it was
0: great. Xavier sold it well as well. He was just like, say E's name. Say yeah. E's name.
1: Yeah. and I, I, Over and over again. I hated the fact that they downplayed his return. They were just like, oh, he's back. They should have had some like, where like they were getting beaten down and the music hit or the... Tr- they were getting beaten down and all of a sudden you hear a trombone or something like that. Like, fuck, it's Xavier yeah. Woods. Like, he's... Internet sensation Xavier Woods. Have up, up, down, down play on it. But yeah. Um... Yeah, well, that that that, knock, that knocks another thing off the list. So we talked about the New Day and how that played out. Um, but I can't get away from the fact, and I'm sure everyone watching on YouTube can't get away from the fact that Finn Balor's 8-pack is like on the screen. So let's talk about the show where he was in the main event, NXT TakeOver 31, which for my money yeah. was a top 8 TakeOver ever, is what I said.
0: I mean, I, I don't have my official ranking for the top 8, but it's, probably the best one this year at least mm. mm-hmm. what what have the other ones been this year there was takeover 30 in your house it was okay in your house was just okay that one felt more like a TV special than like a thing there was the one on TV there was the yeah the TV takeover was there one that, you know, near the Royal Rumble I can't remember what happened on that one
1: um oh was that Cole and Gargano in the 55 minute match was it no that was I'm not sure oh that was last year, I think. Oh, yeah, but um, anyway, but no, this was fantastic from top to bottom. Um, so we'll just go through the card. Um, Damien Priest versus Johnny Gargano starting off the mat night was a great match.
0: Solid match, I think. I, I I'm not in love with either of them as competitors. I probably prefer Gano. I think Damien Priest still has a bit to go. Interesting look, I'll give him that. Um, yeah, but it was a, a good like opener, you know.
1: Damian Priest is growing on me. I don't like Johnny as a heel. But this was a good match. Great. Good opener. Um, no tag matches on the card. Um, Kushida versus Velveteen Dream. Fuck Velveteen Dream. But Kushida is amazing.
0: Yeah. Oh, finally. Like, I think, str- think we said this before. He really just hasn't gotten the chance in NXT so far, had he? First I think take- he was stuck on Five Live for ages.
1: First takeover, and he's been there for 18 months. And he's won the best yeah. in the world. He's won the he's best insane. in the world um dream well, it
0: was always like everyone was always talking about triple h loves Kushida. he's so high in him the whole time and then he came here and did nothing i think he was gonna fight walter wasn't he but then he got uh, injured.
1: yeah he, no he, he broke his hand he punched walter and broke his hand he, he oh did, yeah he cool. did he, he did fight walter but yeah anyway um dream came out dressed as doc brown i'm just not interested in dream if if, if, if like six months ago he came out as doc brown i'd be interested but he's yeah. um, they were dre- Kushida was in jeans, which was interesting. Um, and their boat, their boat looked like they were ready for a street fight. Um,
0: that's Marty McFly, man. That's the kind of Kushida's thing, isn't it? Uh,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's his gimmick, yeah. So, obviously, Dream yeah. came out as Doc Brown, yeah. Um, well, but, yeah, Dream... Um, sorry, Kushida's hoverboard lock into the submission is one of the best moves in wrestling. And I'll stand by it, and I've said it before. That is so clean. Doing a backflip off the top rope into a submission is amazing.
0: What a weird gimmick. Like, I know, I look, I'm well aware that everyone's talking about this for me, because I never watched any like, Japanese wrestling. But that's an odd fucking gimmick to have. Like, a back to the future base. Like, naming all your moves after, like, back to the future shit, coming out in a DeLorean or whatever. This is, I don't know. It's, it's funny for me.
1: It's good. It gets people talking, as we've proved. Um, hoverboard lock is just fantastic. And then so Dream tops out, which is great. And then um Kushida just destroyed his arm, like annihilated his arm. Like beat the living shit out of his arm over and over and over again. He's got an edge yeah. to him. brilliant. Angry Japanese. <laughs> angry Japanese man is dangerous. <laughs> um as we've seen in the G1 as well. Two angry Japanese men going after each other. They could beat the shit out of each other. Um so yeah, Kushida broke Dream's arm so he couldn't text anybody anymore. <laughs> not my not my words. Um but yeah, um, yeah. So Kushida's got an edge to him, and we thought Dream was going to be written off TV. But we might as well tie this in to take, um, take uh, TV. Uh, Dream just came back and attacked Kushida with the cast on, and then Kushida fought back. So yeah, break someone's arm and they like are able to hit a hit a wrestling move within four days.
0: Ah, that's wrestling, though, isn't it? I don't know. I think they were thinking about um, taking him away for a while, but then they realized that. He was already out for ages, and then came back, and then still got shit on. So they just don't care anymore.
1: Mm, great match, um, great match, and I love um, Velveteen Dream. Um, I'm gonna let you love K- Velvetine Dream. No, I love Kashida. Fuck sake, I'm so tired. That that that, that 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 was that just that was a terrible botch. I love I love Kashida, as I've said countless times on this podcast. His finisher is the best finish, is the best transition I've ever seen in a wrestling. Movie. And I'll let Kieran Mark out here, because this does not really hit me quite hard. I like, I like Shotzi Blackheart in it, but NXT announces Halloween Havoc.
0: Yeah, I always thought it was Shotzi Blackheart.
1: Yeah, I remember you saying that all the time. I'm like, Kieran's botching everything, but I can't say anything yeah. after that. But... You should
0: have fucking called me out on it, because I feel like an idiot now.
1: I'm pretty sure I did, but Shotzi Blackheart announced she's the host of Halloween Havoc that runs on October 28th as a weekly oh. show
0: yes i fucking love halloween i want to do like a halloween special for this fucking show where we watch like a halloween havoc or some shit we're talking about like the spookiest wrestling characters or something i think that'd be awesome like i just love it so much it's so cool it's such a cool season such a weird like holiday to have where everyone just dresses up as monsters or some shit it's so weird I halloween havoc's back i love it and NXT is full of people who love the cosplay. So bring in the demon, have Gargana go mad dressing up for some shit. Don't care, do it. Oh. But fucking the shit is there. He's all he's cosplay twenty four seven. You know? Can't wait.
1: Yeah, um anyway, I hate Halloween, but I'm looking forward to the event. <laughs> Why um, do you hate
0: Halloween? It's who a st- hates it, Halloween.
1: It's a roadblock on the way to Christmas. Fuck it.
0: You are evil. No, Christmas is a roadblock on the way to Halloween. I'll tell you that one. No, ro- Halloween's awesome. A things. roadblock
1: ten months out. All right, Kieran. Um, it is. But yeah, but yeah. Anyway, um, it's gonna be cool. They might have some like gimmick battle royal. Um, but anyway, it should be. It should be good. Um, NXT Cruiserweight battle royals. Next match was a sleeper. NXT Cruiserweight Championship: Santos Escobar versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. Great match. I loved it. Apart from the finish. Oh, great match.
0: I, I have very little interest in, like, the Crisway Championships. Like, I did skip it, I'll be honest.
1: Okay, yeah. Um, I just really enjoyed it. Um, so, basically, it came to a head where in a 12-minute match, fantastic. You should watch it. It's really good, Ciarán. 2012, I'll, I'll, I'll,
0: um, so, I might go back then. I'm, I might give it a go then.
1: Yeah, so, S- Scott... Scott um, like launched himself into Wilder Mendoza Escobar's cohorts, and then Ashante the Ado- Ashante Adonis showed up from Two Five Live to help his buddy Shane Strick, uh, sorry not Shane Strickland, Isaiah Swerve Swift- Scott, formerly known as Shane Strickland, um to wipe out the other two and they fought him off. Um and then Escobar uh hit a dumbbell under underhook facebuster uh to win after um uh, Scott got hit with the metal part. I honestly thought Isaiah Swerve should have won. Um how many times are you're gonna have him lose? And keep him strong. Um, either he moves on and comes back, or this is a bit stupid. But yeah, um, great match. I can't complain. Um, EO Shriver's Candice Array. I have nothing to remember from the match, but the post match stuff was amazing. Um, but yeah, it was a solid match. Like, can't complain. It's EO and Candice. But like, the main talking point is EO won. EO won. And then all of a sudden, we remember that the tease was happening with like the green stuff but then we were like oh Tony Storm pops up on the screen which is great Tony Tony Storm's back in NXT Kieran Kieran got a photo of her OTT um so he, he, so he did so you he, as well so he, oh yeah my broken nose
0: cuz you had a broken nose at yeah, the time. I, yeah
1: that photo was gone that that photo was gone um but I can't find it anymore
0: I'm pretty sure I have it somewhere
1: Oh great um well yeah I'm, um, I'll
0: post it later if I can find it I'll yeah, post oh, it on the hologram bucket
1: Okay great Let's look at <laughs> give us loads of like um, but yeah, um, uh, one like equals, one prayer for my broken nose. That's not broken anymore. Um, but anyway, yeah, it was a great match. But then Tony Storm said she's back. Uh, so she, she got back into the country and is isolating so she can return. And then all of a sudden... How the he, fuck did she get back?
0: Aren't you just not allowed into the US right now?
1: Like Ireland played in Slovakia in midweek and like Fordham tested positive for COVID and then they played in Ireland today. I'm not going to get into it. but like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. anyway, um, But... Yeah, so Tony and we're like, oh. And then the motorbike, motorbike came in. I was like, why is Bo Dallas coming in? Please don't tell me they're doing it. Probably don't do inter- intergender. Because people people's hearts were saying, i Bo Dallas. I thought it was going to be um, Bobby Roode until he was turning on raw. But it turned out to be Ember Moon, which was a an unbelievable shock. Because an Achilles injury, her and Xavier Woods, as someone who has had surgery on their Achilles, is an incredibly difficult injury to recover from.
0: And to have yeah. them.
1: Not only back, but wrestling. I can't, uh, like Ember and Ember and Xavier. Bit of a back. mohawk
0: as well, doesn't she? Or she at least does one side it's, of her head shape.
1: It's like the Becky Lynch kind of when she had like the hairspray, yeah. the hairspray. But yeah, she came back, huge pop from whoever was in the crowd. There was a crowd there. Oh yeah, we forgot to talk about the new set, the Capitol Wrestling Center. As someone who likes like, um, it's the kind weird. of weird. It does look like, like a fight club, doesn't it? It looks yeah. really, really dingy. It looks
0: like what Raw Underground should look like.
1: Yeah, but I'm sorry. This is terrible when we just like go off and like we completely forgot about the Capital Wrestling Centre, but like we're talking about Amber Moon, but yeah, it looks good.
0: Um, I don't know. They didn't really need to change it, I think. It was fine the way it was, but I don't know.
1: Eh, I, I guess really, it makes
0: it feel smaller, so it doesn't feel as empty, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's actually... The, the sound was really good for this takeover. But yeah, um, I want to get... like. Emma Moon is fantastic and she proved on NXT as we can tie in. She had a great match and that Eclipse is like Stone Cold marks out for the Eclipse. Oh, that's though. great, yeah. It's just so good. So, so good. So, it's great to see her back. That NXT women's division is so fucking deep. It's unreal. It's like you can, like, you, you could like have like an, a 10, like five years of champions there. It's just a revolving like fucking door. It's unreal. Um. So, yeah. Happy days all around. And then we get to my new match of the year. Who? Saying it straight off, like I like them tag match Revolution. I love Sami. Wasn't Zane. the one you
0: saw in Germany? I, I know you saw one. Bandit in on speedball.
1: Like, yeah, like. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I love, I love that match. I love the Sami Zayn AJ and um, Sami Zayn AJ and Jeff was unreal, just brilliant. And um, the tag match in Revolution that like is the match of the year right now. Stadium Stampede. This was. <laughs> So good, and I can't wait to just talk about this because it was just they. they di- apart from Kyle going to the top rope and doing a like dragon car shoot, they didn't leave the ring once. They beat the living fuck out of
0: each other. Like legit, Like legit. like I, I was kind of worried I wouldn't live up to expectations because you do hype up Kyle O'Reilly a lot, but fuck it did. You know how how good is Kyle O'Reilly? Like just, just surprisingly <laughs> fucking good. I, I think it's going to be eye-opening to a lot of people.
1: Yeah, because he—he he was Ring of Honor World Champion. All eye, people's eyes, sh- as I said on Talks for Monday, people's eyes shouldn't be open, but they were. He, I—I I loved the—the the spotlight where the two of them were like spotlighted. And then, yeah. oh, that's the, always cool in NXT, does that? The best mo—the best thing about Kyle O'Reilly, Kieran, is his selling, because he, um. He in the middle in the bit the kick the turning point in the match was he struck Baller with a sh- with a forearm or a kick and Balor came back with a spinning heel like a spinning kick into his into Kyloardie's midriff. And normally someone would just like fall down on the ground or no-sell it. But Kyle fired up as if he was about to no sell it and then fell down after getting completely winded and shot in the liver by that kick it was beautiful
0: it was creative like you know
1: it was brilliant it was so good and then they had the Kyle had a few teeth get knocked out the trans did you see the, the transition into the sharpshooter from the from the knee bar was so good from Finn
0: where you just well, forget having teeth knocked out someone had a jaw broken in this match man. yeah but that was towards the
1: end and I feel like the match ended 20. abruptly the match had a bit more left in it but this was just I just want to keep the. This was so good. It was just, they beat the living piss out of each other. They were just like, the submissions were Kyle O'Reilly's submissions. You, sh- you can see he's an MMA specialist because the submission transitions were just unreal. He like attacked Finn's um, midriff on his legs brilliantly. Finn sold amazingly as well. And it was like, it's my match of the year. And I don't think there's anything, I'm very hard pressed to find something that's going to beat it, considering we've got Hell in a Cell and Survivor Series and full gear. The young books in the revival, if they live up to the hype that they fucking built. Hey, for TLC man. Yeah, yeah, TLC. Let's go. Kurt Angle's return, probably. Um, as as someone else's like dad in a fucking SHIELD uniform. That's a, that's my that's my that's my like last vivid memory of TLC. I don't know why. Just Kurt Angle dressed up as like the SHIELD's dad. Um but yeah, this is just amazing. And as the boiling point was a knee in the jaw broke Finn Balor's jaw. And the blood, just the blood, his face just became like a balloon. And they, it seemed like they wrapped up the match quite quickly. Coup de gras, And as we said, the post-match schmauze where Rich Holland came out and they kind of were like, what happened? And stuff. but this match was just, I, I can't say it. I've said it. I've said enough when I've been talking to people about this match. It was just chef's kiss. Beautiful. Love it. Yeah, no,
0: fantastic match. Really good takeover. One of the best takeover main events in a long time, probably. Yes. Um, oh yeah. yeah, I think towards the end, Keith, like Adam Cole, had kind of outstayed his welcome as champion. Keith Lee didn't really get a fair shot to be fair to him, but like his match with Carrying Cross wasn't great. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Great. Um, yeah, I, I just love that show. It was really good. I watched it live. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, but yeah, um, we move on to. I'm assuming Dynamite. 'Cause we talk a bit yep. about NXT. Don't know. Um yeah, uh, so this was Jericho's thirtieth anniversary. So we had a lot of um like tributes to Jericho. W D didn't mention anything, don't know why. Um Sour Bastards. Um but yeah, I
0: mean uh, <laughs> I think I might know why.
1: <laughs> I think I might. But um we had Lars Ulrich. So I mean people know him, but I don't I, he's a fucking guitarist in a heavy metal band I can't even remember the name on that part
0: speaking of that Rip uh, Van Halen I'm
1: yeah awesome. R.I.P. Um, uh, Eddie Van Halen Is it yeah, um, yeah. I saw it on the news yeah um, you seem to have been a big part of many people's lives so R.I.P. Big... in peace R.I.P. in peace but yeah there was loads of tributes like Tanahashi uh, which is where people were going like mental AEW t- A-W to New Japan Um um yeah, then we had like uh what's his name? Kevin Smith. The stuff Kevin Smith stories about
0: Kevin Smith?
1: Yeah? yeah, this yeah, Kevin Smith's Kevin Smith was in the crowd at like the first dynamite. I watched the first dynamite. You, yeah, he was. Yeah. Speaking oh. of the speaking of the first dynamite, they released it for free on YouTube this week. And it reminded me of the one of the best moments of last year. Do you remember when Kenny Omega in the main event was like setting up for like the dive and just the camera the camera shot of Moxley behind them debuting on Dynamite.
0: Ah, yeah. Oh, amazing! And then Jake Hager came out for the first time, yeah. and everyone was yeah. like, "What?" I watched What's that
1: happening? show. On, <laughs> I watched that. Sh- I watched that show on Saturday, and it was great. And then I remembered the one of the best moments, <laughs> one of the best, the best po- um ad break moment ever. Who threw a wiener in the ring? Mm. Oh, that was brilliant. Really, but yeah, uh, back to Dynamite because the first match was basically like your fridge and your oven fighting each other. Big house match, Brian Cage defending his FDW title against Will Hobbs. So good, they just beat the, like two units going after each other. Will Hobbs is a future AEW World Champion. It was just so good. They just clotheslining each other's shoulders off, trying to take each other down with shoulder uh, like shoulder blocks. Um, like both men like went down, and like the crowd is really good for this. Like it's it's a and then Hobbs hit his last will and um a testament spine buster for a two count, which is just like mad. I don't know how he cage kicked out. Cage recovered and hit the drill claw for the win. K- Taz got up on commentary and was like, you can either join I'm giving you an offer I like you will um you can join um team Taz with Ricky Starks and Brian Cage or you can get the like shit kicked out of you. And then Darby Allen came out and um Kieran's got his thumbs up. Um but um yeah uh, <laughs> so um, it's probably going to be like edited out anyway like, kieran what your you, uh, film face is probably going to be where that tongue was but yeah then um then um uh what was it darby allen came out and strangely enough they <laughs> Rick, ricky and brian cage just left the ring they didn't even like attack they just left the ring without like just being like who cares that's just storyline stuff or all parties are fed up with the feud continuing like they, they, Darby and Ricky had a great match last week, but we'll see where this goes. May I, will I can see Will Hobbs turn heel? He's really, really good, so one to watch. Um, FTR brush with greatness with the hybrid two, yeah. The hybrid two played baby faces here, solid tag match. Um, the funniest moment was the I don't know if you've seen this, Kieran The young bucks watching the TV from their side on angle, like, take, yeah,
0: solid, yeah. Um, then hybrid um, two is a terrible name. I'm sorry. What are you doing? Yeah, That's yeah. fucking horrific.
1: Jack Evans is like Jack Evans was like an ROH original back in like 2004. It's mad. man. Yeah. He, look, he looks like he's 12. Um, but yeah, they they're really they're quite good. Jack's the high flyer and Angelico's a submission are, are like specialist. Hence the hybrid two name. Um, but yeah, they had a good match. But FTR one and then the young bucks kicked the um, cameraman and gave him loads of money. Um and then playing into that storyline and then a picture of Dash and no Wheeler and Harwood um up on the ring uh, up on the Tron with like their faces in like the um in like hot dogs and I was like oh no don't tell me the young books are doing this this doesn't this this is like like don't do don't put like comedy shit into this like feud but then it was it's the big John Cena two thousand nine then it was the best friends and it made perfect sense the best friends come out who are just amazing and they come out and they're like you get it you're weenies like Orange Cassie called you a weenie last week and he's like we just watched Tony Khan and we're getting a tag title match for next week anniversary show fantastic and then they did the hug the hug is brilliant I just loved everything I, I love the best friends I think they're like Chuck Taylor is just admittance that he doesn't go to sleep before 5 o'clock and is like completely out of shape he admits he's like unfit as fuck and yeah then Trent is like shredded. It's just brilliant. And then Orange Casty. Can't complain. Um, then we got on to like the best match of the night and won the best match of the week. The dog collar match for uh, the TNT title Cody with black hair versus Mr. Brody Lee. Did you watch any of this, Kieran?
0: I did. I did have a watch. But I like. Great, good, good, solid match, I, I think. I don't think it buried Brody Lee, like some people are saying. I also don't think it was the right choice to give the title to Cody. Doesn't fucking need a title, and it's like the amount of fucking screen time this guy's got in the last year just screams nepotism, which is fair enough. It's his company, but they gotta, yeah, I don't but, know, they need a bit of self awareness at this stage.
1: Yeah, the um, the young Books and Kenny have have been like quite like they've lost quite a lot, and they're not like winning all the belts. But um, the thing is with this, they say that people were saying they were burying them and Adam Pacini reading out the AEW comments was hilarious. It was like. You are dead to me. You are worse than mine uncle. It's fucking hilarious. It's just so funny. It's like people get so angry. Um, but yeah, um, Cody got busted open with the first punch, which was mad. It, it was a shame. Yeah. But um, John Silver getting God, oh, John Silver is my favorite wrestler now. Like honestly, his stuff on being the elite is just just watch. Just go and watch John Silver on being the elite. It's just hilarious. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, it's. People saying people that are saying that Brody Lee got buried. He got a chain in the face, at crossroads, and like, like other like chain, like it it was a chain. Like it doesn't bury him. He was a champion, and he lost one match because it was in it. There was a chain in his face. Like come on, cop on. Like there's there's a difference between burying and. Do you think like every title reign has to come to an end? Are people gonna start saying Drew McIntyre got buried because Randy Orton beat him in Hell and Cell? Like no. Fucking.
0: It's so if that happened and we had another fucking pay per view of Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre.
1: Yeah, no, no, just stop, stop there. Um, Daniel Bryan was right. Everyone's just so fickle. Most realistic, <laughs> so fickle. Um, but yeah, um, great, great. Uh, and then Cody, great promo afterwards. Uh, people saying he's gonna like. I, people thought I was gonna turn heel, but no, I'm here with you. He's definitely gonna turn heel soon. Um, Cody Ca- Cassidy put the thumbs up. Cassidy versus Cody for the TNT title next week. Sorry for all my hand movements. I'm like,
0: have Cassidy win it. Fuck it. Maybe that's why they gave it to because they didn't want Cassidy to beat Brody Lee.
1: I don't know. I'm not I'm not against that. I just I I don't want Cassidy being overexposed. Maybe have him off T V for a while after like that match. Or just have him in skits. Don't overexpose him. The appeal of Iron Cassidy is that he um isn't like like don't put one on every week because he wouldn't like his character is he wouldn't be arsed to wrestle every week. Like come on, after this, like yeah. have him, like offer, but yeah, um, big swall against Serena Deeb, solid match, and then it was announced that Big Swall was gonna swall. I Swole is just her charisma is brilliant. Um, it was announced that she has a title match next week against um, Akira Shida. Yeah, that's gonna be a good match. It was quite out of the blue, it, but she's been on a roll, so I don't mind it. And um, Serena Deeb is um quite good. She, if you remember, she is. Serena Deeb is the one that was in the um, Straight Out Society. Um, the one who got her head shaved by CM Punk. Um, yes, yeah, very good. Um, so, good match. Uh, and then, the main event was shocking. <laughs> Dr. Luther. Bad or good? Bad. Dr. I didn't watch this. Dr. Deathmatch Dr. Luther uh, gassed out after two minutes. It was knackered oh. after two. Knackered after two minutes. Not a great match at all. But the post-match was brilliant. Um, did you watch the post-match, Kieran?
0: No, I'm looking at Bleacher Report right now. They gave it an A, man.
1: No, yeah, but that's because of the post-match.
0: Um, oh, okay. What happens in the post-match? Uh,
1: so, they, obviously, it was a celebration of Jericho. Um, uh, so, Jericho kind of like broke character. He was quite emotional. Um, but he yeah. thanked the fans, and then MJF insincerely interrupted him. Um, he brought out like, like someone under a cloth, and it was like 3-2-1, and it was like Clownico the Clown um so it was a clown and then the clown had a gift and it was a photo of mjf and jericho was like this is really cool broke the painting over the clown's head and gave him a it seemed like the clown no sold it and then he just hit him with a really stiff judas effect to put him on the ground it hit him right in the face and then they ended it with that kind of thing where like the credits play and every, it was like cameraman jericho producer jericho everything was jericho and like they had that thing where like you could see the ring and everyone was like celebrating so yeah, continues the MJF Jericho stuff. I'm not complaining. It was the Dr. Luther is pretty bad. Um but yeah, I'm not but yeah, Jericho and MJF and the inner circle stuff is pretty interesting and I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining if I see that going forward. They're
0: matched. He's no not complaining, way. guys. He's not complaining.
1: I keep saying that. <laughs> oh, I hate when I hate when I start like going on like I used I get a phrase like every so often and just start hammering it home. Fucking annoying. But yeah, um, you can see the disappointment. The difference is now you can see me dying inside. Um, but
0: yeah, used to be exclusively just me. You got to see this thing.
1: MJF and Jericho in the ring. I'm not excited about the promos. Not complaining, man. Not complaining. That's a t-shirt now. Jeez. Um, but yeah, um, Raw was bad, so I'm not really done. Hey, about Raw. you know what?
0: No, there was one bit that was great because fucking Ali. He's the leader of Retribution. All right, awesome. yeah, that,
1: we do need to talk about that. It was fantastic, and if they use it to tie in the hacker gimmick, yeah, simple as they, they just need, need a
0: throwaway it. line where he's like, "I was trying to change this company back in my computer or something, and now I have to be retribution." Don't say all, that. All they need, you know,
1: just say like, just say like, "I tried before, but it was like, it was the wrong way. I didn't see the light, and then I, but then I saw the light in darkness.
0: Ooh, ooh." That's even worse right now. I'm Ooh. sorry.
1: <laughs> Ooh, can you believe we're about to fancy book a draft later, and that's the best we can come up with for a fucking promo? Um, but but yeah, um, it, I'm not I'm not complaining. I literally that wasn't even me being deliberate. I'm actually saying it I'm fucking infected with the I'm not complaining virus. Um, but yeah, he I, I I really like Ali. Maybe if his in ring chain style changes, I'm not sure. But he's. Very, very good, and Dijakovic and uh, Madden being his muscle. Yeah, that's perfect. That's that's perfect. That's that's a. It's a really good faction if they get it right because they, they they stumbled, but this has brought it back for me.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, massively so. Because now they have like it's more than just four idiots in hockey masks, you know, or <laughs> five or some shit. And um, now they have like a leader. They have a focal point, and that's where it's more interesting.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then SmackDown. Uh, we were talking about the draft. Um, tag maybe, James,
0: there was tag title change that happened.
1: Yeah, uh, Cesaro and Nakamura, hopefully they're going to be drafted as separate brands and be single stars. Maybe, I don't know. Um, or maybe keep them, I don't know. I don't know how many tag teams they really do have. Hopefully the Uso's come back soon once that storyline finishes. But Roman Reigns and Jey Uso continues to be so good. Yeah. So good. And I I didn't even think of it. I don't know if anyone, anyone thought of it, but the I quit match, inside Hell in the cell, is, doesn't make a difference. The I quit match is perfect for this feud because it's literally what he wants him to say. He wants him to quit and say, you are my tribal leader. Or, you are my tribal chief.
0: Yeah. yeah it's it's going to be great. I'm really, really, really looking forward to that match. This, the whole feud has been fantastic. Roman is a heel inspired giving him hayment and having Heyman, and genuinely looks scared or whatever whenever Roman is on screen is a great touch.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, too bad what? there's three Hell in a Cell
0: matches. Yeah. Um, Drew and too bad there's a fucking pay per view with it, you know.
1: Drew and Randy doesn't need to be in fucking Hell in a Cell, and with like, Sasha and Bailey just just shouldn't even happen. But, like,
0: they, Sasha Bailey doesn't need to be in the cell. I can see the argument for Drew and Randy and mm-hmm. Jimmy and fucking Orson yeah, J. Yeah, shit. I'm playing into the storyline. Oh no, whichever <laughs> one it is, um, that should be in the cell.
1: Yeah, um, I don't want to. I want to see Sasha and Bailey and Drew and Randy both get separated in the draft. Just please, please, please. Um, but yeah, uh, SmackDown, and other Biggie and Sheamus was great. I loved it. Um, the, this they, they just beat the, they they the cars were just like. Like, Biggie's leg was bleeding profusely at the end. Um, yeah. Too, too bad the camera completely missed the finish.
0: Um, it's the only, only WWE things, you know? Yeah, just WWE things.
1: Um, but, yeah, uh, Dave Big E is just great. Um, he had, like, a cameo. He had something about cameo on his gear. Oh, really? Yeah, he had something about cameo on his gear. It was just funny. Uh, I can't remember exactly. Um, I listened to another podcast we said it yesterday but I can't really remember um, what exactly was on it but it must have been just a pop-up whatever um, but yeah other than that the draft um, was there any other matches? Oh next week we are getting Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns for the Universal
0: title yeah trot. massive fucking match there that could be great I hope like I know it's going to end in DQ or some shit but still
1: yeah and then um, we are also getting um, New Day's Farewell even though one of them staying on Smackdown, but yeah, we were getting New Day's ah, well. That,
0: that's what it means, you know, because it's the end of the new day,
1: yeah. So that could happen, yeah. Um, <laughs> where, where they do where, where we get like a live stream of WWE like discontinuing their merch and crying. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> um, well, yeah, and then the last thing, Kevin Owens against the Fiend. I really, I love this. Um, Alexa's amazing. Kevin plays the role unbelievably well as a babyface for someone who was, yeah, like a surprisingly. And he's so, uh, Kevin is just, Kevin Owens is just so good. Like, I love Kevin Owens. Um, and The Fiend is, they've saved a lot of stuff from the dirt that uh, we have in the past few weeks. Like, this Fiend and Kevin Owens storyline, yeah, keep it going.
0: I mean, as long as Alexa's there, do whatever the fuck you want, because it's great. And I love it.
1: Yeah, I like the scene at the end where they were, like, looking at each other. Um yes. Fantastic. I'm assuming they got drafted together. If they do a storyline where they get separated, I don't give a sh- Like, f- Fuck off.
0: Um, a romantic storyline? Oh my gosh.
1: No, we're not having a fucking... No. No. No, 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 no. Do not ruin this. <laughs> um, yeah, nah, Kevin, ruin it. Kevin Owens is the most versatile superstar in the world. He can do anything. I love Kevin. Kevin Owens for... Kevin Owens can... If Kevin Owens can get like a Nutter Reign champion, I would be very happy. I'd be very happy. How long did it who did he lose the belt to in the first place?
0: Um mm. was it Jericho? Did he lose it? No, Jericho? it was Goldberg.
1: Oh Goldberg, yeah. Of course. Yeah, fuck Yeah. Um but yeah, like I'm not complaining. I'm I'm not complaining. <laughs> fuck you, Ruin. Hate myself. Um but yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I called you out on it. Oh, you've you've infected me. Um but yeah, that's gonna that there there's your like thumbnail. I'm not complaining. It's like like <laughs> um but yeah um that was the end of smackdown the end the end of the week in wrestling in general um but yeah this was what else is there was there anything else in the world of wrestling that we need to talk about i don't know how long we it feels like we haven't been on for long but we probably have um we've, we've talked about everything it was um every, it was an active week in wrestling which was a nice change
0: yes for one it's usually very very quiet the last couple of weeks have been very quiet
1: yeah um so yeah, I think we 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 don't need to like keep going if there's nothing to talk about. So um, yeah, we can wrap it up there. Yeah, have you got any um, recommendations this week, here? For um, um
0: blah, 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 Halloweeny movies, Return of the Living Dead is a great, great, really fun um horror movie from the eighties. Really enjoyed it. Really good. It's awesome. mm. um,
1: Anything get, from you? Get your Christmas movies ready. Love the Grinch.
0: Fuck off. No.
1: Um, <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, what else? What will I? What will I plug this week? Um, I plug the same things every week. Jack Mates Happy Hour is a great podcast. Um, oh yeah, Ed Gamble and James Acaster's podcast, um, Off Menu. Two comedians' podcast, like Off Menu. They basically bring on comedians and guests in general, and the premise of the podcast is they name their three-course meal, and it's just it sounds. Like on paper, just basic, but it's hilarious because you have like t- examples of, like Greg Davis coming on and just saying fuck starters, and then it just gets like half an hour of why starters or shit. It's just, it's a great, it's it's a really cool and niche podcast that's like really good. And like Jay, if anyone knows James Acaster, his if you see James, you look up James Acaster, great British Bake Off, and it's brilliant. It, he's the like the famous where it was like Paul holly was like, what happened here, James, and he was like, um, I mixed them all together uh had a mental breakdown bon appetit it's fucking it's hilarious so it's yeah it's it's really good two great comedians a good podcast um uh yeah the uh, alleged wrestling podcast if you go onto their twitter like you join their discord and the live live podcasts that turn in the live podcasts that they do are just really good and they have live streams of like fall guys and stuff so um Oh yeah, recommendation. Play Among Us. Among Us is great to play with your friends. If your mental health is down, play Play Among Us because I really enjoy playing Among Us. So far. fun game. It is really fun, and it's um. Uh, I've noticed that I'm quite like I'm quite good at like, like if you get accused, I'm quite good at bullshitting my way out of not being accused. But I'm terrible Let's at doing okay. it. I need to get I need to get used to doing the tasks. I just couldn't do the tasks. Um, yeah, and I watched AEW um wrestlers play play it and it was quite funny. But um yeah, Among Us seems like just if your mental health is down uh, uh play among us. Yeah, it's really good really good fun. Um but yeah um so yeah plugs um hopefully they're all up here down here. Uh Dits on wrestling. Um sorry Project Dits on um, Project Dits on Twitter. Um I think it's Project Dits on YouTube now. I think they're changing from Dits on Wrestling. Um all the podcasts on Project Dits are great. Um uh the hallway grabs pod uh tpublic.com for those hallway wrestling podcast um i'll be buying some t-shirts soon for me and kieran so we we wearing, the pod- mm-hmm. well, wearing
0: them on the podcast on the podcast um i'll she, be um wiping I mean, my and aris with them
1: yeah um <laughs> with, with, with his own face um but yeah um to a legend wrestling podcast is always great um and uh yeah, that's great. Just look at project. It's, it's he's doing some great stuff with us at the moment. Going to be some great collabs coming up. Um, check your in check the check the like next few weeks. I've got Louis Dangar's interview. I've got um takeover Trollbox with Chris. Um, we've got our draft episode which we're recording now. Um, God forbid. Um, let's see who gets the best roster and who has the best name. Um, yeah, uh, it's been really fun and hopefully the first video podcast looked quite good. I know Finn looks great. I look terrible. Um, I'm rocking the I beard I look great
0: Thank I'm me. rocking the that's
1: beard that's not Finn that's me I'm rocking the beard
0: um, yeah Kieran that's doing. not a fucking beard Do not disgrace the name of beard I'm,
1: uh, I'm, I'm getting there hopefully soon I'm just going to have like a long beard down to my, you know, down to my ankles because COVID's not ending um, but yeah um, let's wrap it let's take it home plugs um, always take a long time but Kieran um, take it home
0: oh well I've been your host Kieran Brennan with me as always my co-host
1: Managing I forgot which is up there. Kieran needs to get a gimmick because he has. Insert. No, I no, don't. No gimmicks. No gimmicks needed, Kieran Brennan. <laughs>
0: there you go. There you go. No gimmicks needed. No, yeah. No gimmicks. No
1: gimmicks needed.
0: <laughs> no gimmicks <skated. laughs> needed. No Put on the t-shirt. And um, this has been the Hallie Podcast. As we say at the end of every episode of the Hallie Racing Podcast, no gimmicks needed. No gimmicks needed.